Back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. On Yahoo Sports Radio. I want winners. It's just another reminder the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico. That's Geico, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Our first guest is one of this year's 25 Hall of Fame semifinalists. I'm talking about former Jacksonville tackle Tony Baselli, who was so dominant in the 1990s that he was named to the league's all-decade team. The first ever pick of the Jags. He wanted to become a five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, first ever player in the Jags Hall of Fame, and member of the College Football Hall of Fame. Today, of course, Tony works as a color analyst on the Jags broadcast, coaches high school football with former teammate Mark Brunel, and operates, along with his wife Angie, the Baselli Foundation to promote self-esteem in at-risk use. Tony, first of all, thanks for joining us, and congratulations on making the Hall's list of 25 semifinalists. Uh, Clark, thank you very much. It's, uh, it's a nice honor, and... Uh... You know, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of fun for me because it brings back uh, some great memories from uh, the playing days. Well, as I said, you're an all-decade player who, for some reason, I don't know why, but you never made the cut to 25 before this year. How big a deal is that to you, Tony? Um, you know, it, 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 it's a big deal in the sense of it's, always, it's nice to be recognized uh, for what you did. And it's been a while since I played, and obviously because my career was cut short. You know, uh, with the shoulder injury and, and uh, being around the game and working for the Jags still and coaching high school football, you know, I'm still around the game a lot. But for this to happen uh, at this time, you know, kind of it, it's fun because people, you know, start talking about your playing career, uh, playing days again and uh, and say kind things. So that always feels good. And uh, my family's really excited. My kids were uh, thought it was pretty cool. And uh, so it, it's been fun overall. Tony Clark mentioned a series of accolades for you, but one he didn't mention was the honor McDonald's bestowed on you while you were playing. It was it offered a Bocelli burger at Jacksonville area restaurants. So what exactly was a Bocelli burger, and did you ever have one or two or eight or ten or whatever? Yeah, I had quite a few. And that was actually a pretty cool deal for me because I grew up uh, eating a lot of McDonald's like a lot of kids, but also because my dad uh, was uh, worked at McDonald's and became an owner-operator when I was, you know, in high school and college, so having a burger named after me was a pretty cool thing. It was, it was, I don't remember exactly what it was. It obviously wasn't very good because it only lasted one year. I thought it was great, but it was uh, three patties, like two different kinds of cheeses, and uh, all kinds of onions and pickles and tomatoes and everything else. So it was, it was a big burger, but uh, I don't think it sold very well. Because it was only out there one year. Uh, there, there's been a run of left tackles to the hall lately. Willie Rolfe, Walter Jones, Jonathan Ogden, and soon maybe this year, Orlando Pace. Yet you had to fight just to make it into the semifinals. Do you find that perplexing? Um, you know, I, I guess. I, I I don't try to think about it. I try not to think about it too much because I, I don't have any control over it. And uh, I played the game to the best of my ability. And uh, when I was playing, uh it was, uh, I, you know, I did it at the highest level I possibly could. And, and so after that, it's really not up to me anymore. It's, you know, it's, it's the voters and the different people that kind of look back, sit back and judge uh, all of us as players and how we played and whether we deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. So I, I probably, if I thought about it too much, it would probably bother me more, to be honest with you. So I, I guess I just kind of not try to spend too much time thinking about it. 
Well, Tony, I'm going to ask you to think about it just a little bit more. You're in the same boat <laughs> as another Hall of Fame semifinalist. That's uh, Terrell Davis, who's uh, been on the show before, a Denver running back, of course, whose career was cut short by injury. But we've had some magnificent careers, including yours, cut short by those injuries. How much should length of a career, do you think, be a consideration in determining who goes into the Hall? Well, listen, I think it's probably one of the factors uh, I'm sure you have to look at. But for me, I mean, I... As I look at the Hall of Fame, and, and, and as someone who's been a fan of this game since I can remember, is, is you know the Hall of Fame to me was always for the the greatest players who played the game, uh, the guys who kind of shaped their position and shaped how the game was played, and are part of the story of the NFL. And so I think you know if you're one of the greatest players at your position and and kind of define the position, and people still talk about you when it's related to that position and comparing others to you. Uh, I think, I mean, that's what a Hall of Famer is to me. Yes, the length of career, I mean, if you're able to do it for longer, obviously that, you know, puts you at a, uh, uh, you know, maybe in quicker or, you know, first ballot, second ballot, however that works. But I think, you know, for a Hall of Famer for me has always been, you know, it, uh, were you one of the best to ever play your position and how you did it? Well, we're with one of the best players to play his position. That's Hall of Fame semifinalist Tony Baselli on the Talk of Fame Network. And, Tony, uh, I'll preface this by saying this is a loaded question, but I'll ask it anyway. As I mentioned, we have some guys you played against, or as Goose mentioned, uh, in the hall. Willie Rofe, Walter Jones, Jonathan Ogden, uh, Orlando Paces, he says, on the cusp. In your mind, what did those guys have that you did not? In other words, how do you or did you see yourself versus them? Clark, I hate you for this question. No, I, I, <laughs> Don't hang up on I, me, yeah, Tony. <laughs> I won't, I promise. Uh, I, I hate, you know, it's, it's so hard. I don't like talking about myself much, but in the sense of because, listen, I viewed myself as, you know, when I was playing the position, the best or one of the best. I mean, it was, uh, I felt like when I stepped on the field, I could, you know, I could block anybody. And, and not that there wasn't tough days, out there because you play against other great players but uh, as I watched the tape and watched other people play I felt like I was you know if not the best one of the best of what I did and uh, fortunately I was honored by my peers like that I was honored by the writers as you know three time all pro and I was uh, honored by the, the alumni as the offensive lineman of the year a couple times so uh, and we all of us played together the guys you mentioned and I kind of I, I respected their games. I thought those guys were great players. You know, you know Jonathan Ogden and Willie Rofe, and, and the, I mean, and Walter uh, Jones, the guys who were in the Hall of Fame, were great players. And uh, but I felt like you know when I played, I was right there with them. Tony, how difficult is it to play a position where there are no stats, and when you are pointed out, it's negative holding number seventy-one. I thought, you know, I think, you know, obviously quarterback's the hardest position to play on in the game of football from a mental and uh, physical standpoint. But after that, I always thought, you know, a, a cover corner, a man cover corner, and a, a left tackle, right tackle are the two hardest positions. Uh, you know, you look at what you're asked to do as a left tackle. You're playing against guys who, you know, are usually the best pass rusher on the field. Uh, they're better athletes than you. And, you're going to block them for, you know, 60 to 70 snaps. And all anyone's going to remember is the one time you messed up or the one mistake you made. They're not going to, and the, the guy's going to probably end up dancing 
the one time he does beat you. <laughs> he does. <laughs> uh, but for the other, you know, for the other sixty to you know sixty-five snaps, when you're blocking and then doing your job and dominating, no one really cares, and no one's thinking about it. So it was a great challenge, I thought, and a great mental challenge of how you approach the game and your mindset of really having to go out there for you know sixty to seventy snaps and, and win every snap if you wanted to be considered uh, a high level a high level player. Tony, you would have gotten tired if you had to dance 64 times when you stopped the guy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of times, I'll tell you. There's a number of times I figured, you know, going into the game, I'm gonna, every time I block the guy and knock him down, I'm going to start dancing over him because he's going <laughs> to dance one time if he, if he makes a tackle. But, you know, I, I tried not to do that because I figured, you know, maybe the best thing is just not to draw too much attention to myself, just go do my job and uh, try to get a, get a win. <laughs> Okay, speaking of dancers, who, who's the best guy or the toughest guy you had to block, either in pass pro or in the run? Yeah, you know, for me, uh, the toughest game I ever had and toughest night I ever had was against John Randall, Hall of Famer. Uh, it was the year he was out playing defensive end, and I think he had like 15 sacks that year, some number. And uh, he was a great player, great defensive tackle and defensive end, and we were playing up there. It was very loud. Uh, they were 15-1. They were a great team. And uh, because of the stature of Randall, I mean, he's not real tall, and I'm a tall guy, and he's quick, powerful, and I just, I never felt like I was in control. It was probably the only, I think it was the only game I ever played in the NFL where I didn't feel like I was in control of the guy I was blocking, and uh, he was just, you know, he was a great player, and uh, he had a good night, and it was not one of my best nights. Speaking of uh, working on pass protection, Tony, what's more difficult, protecting Brunel or working as his assistant coach at the Episcopal School of Jacksonville? Oh, gosh, you know, you know, blocking for him was always difficult because you never knew the heck where he was going to be. He was all over the dang place, so that was hard. And <laughs> but definitely working for him. Yeah. Uh, they both have their pluses and minuses. Both are a lot of fun, but both will give you a headache sometimes. You've got a couple kids playing for him, right? Yeah, I have two boys. Uh, one just graduated uh, this year. He's, a, he's an offensive uh, lineman. He's going to Florida State as an early enrollee here in four weeks. So I'll have my first kid going off to college, and I have a Another one is a junior in high school, and uh, he's a tight end linebacker. He's a good player, and he wants to play college football too. So I, I, I love the game of football. I love coaching. I love playing it. It's just the competitive nature of it. There's not, a, in my opinion, a better game on this earth. So it's, it was a lot of fun watching and participating and coaching with my boys. Tony, how, how exhilarating was it to go to the AFC Championship game in your second season, the second season of the franchise? I mean, it had to be such a rush. Yeah, it was amazing. It was an amazing run, uh, both for a team and, and personally. You know, it was really, you know, as a team getting into the playoffs and beating Buffalo on the road, no one had ever beaten them, and the great Hall of Famers they had on that team with Bruce Smith and Thurman Thomas and, you know, Jim Kelly and the rest. I mean, there's a great team. Uh, and then going to Denver and beating the best team in the NFL that year, record-wise and how everyone viewed them. Uh, those were two amazing opportunities, and, and and to play against those great players and great teams, and the windows, and getting to the AFC title game. The only regret I probably have is I was such a young player. I don't think I, I appreciated it as much. You know, you don't realize how hard it is to get to that spot. And I remember even after the game, I was disappointed we lost because I felt like we should have beat the Patriots. You know, we had some bad mistakes and uh, some turnovers and stuff, and we ended up losing a close game. But, you know, uh, at the same time, I remember thinking, like, well, it's my second year. We got here. I mean, we're going to be right back and a whole bunch of opportunities to do this. And, 
and you realize quickly it's not that easy. Even though we got into the playoffs and made some nice runs, it was just it, it's very difficult to you know get to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. And it's one of the regrets I have from the standpoint of not being able to experience it. You know, it's uh, that's what we all play the game for, and that's what you know is to win a championship. Tony, I'll tell you one of the regrets we have: we're out of time. I know you got to run, but so do we. Hey, Tony, thanks for the time. Thanks very much, and best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy. Hey, I appreciate it, guys, and uh, thanks for having me, and I'll come on anytime. You got thanks, it. Tony. Thanks, Tony. That was former tackle Tony Baselli. When we return, we'll talk more about this year's semifinalists and the guys we wish had been included. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis, and within minutes, you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.